0: all right, right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. We're in Edwards Studios today. (laughs) Again, again. Uh, Welcome guys, if you're on video you see uh, uh, what I mean by that. Our makeshift studio here for the time being. And uh, it's working out
1: great. Yeah. Yeah. We both got the memo, wear gray. Heck yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Why... I don't have anything to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: thought it was going to be s- funny, Something and then funny. I'm like, nah, just don't say it. Yeah. I'm getting better at that. After we did the podcast on words and be slow to speak. And You're not funny yeah. anymore?
1: <laughs> it's just in my own head. Does that mean uh, all your humor was vulgar? No. No. I don't know. We'll see. I appreciate Christian comedians that are really funny. Right. And it doesn't take... I used to think... In my BC days, that, oh, there's no way comedian was funny if, unless he was cursed by storm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so too. But there's some good ones. John Christ. Yeah. He's funny. Who's, yeah. uh, who's the
0: black guy? Um, is it Michael. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. You guys probably know what we're talking about. The black guy.
1: Chris, there's only one black
0: right. Christian comedian. Yeah. Oh. It'll come to us. Yeah. Michael David? I was going to say Michael Jordan, but that's. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan? That's an actor. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Let's get into this thing, yeah, dude. let's do it. These guys are already turning it off. What's happening, guys? We are... Uh, if you listen to last week's episode, I made uh, a little mention of what we're going to dive into here today, mm-hmm. which really has just been kind of something that... I kind of started to think through a little bit more and and dove into, and we even mentioned this, the scripture in Hebrews Mm -hmm. of dividing soul and spirit. And so we're just going to take a little bit of time today and and talk about the difference between the body, Mm -hmm. the soul and the spirit. Right. Right. And there's different, um, I mean, we, we've, done a lot of kind of digging into this and getting different uh theological perspectives of this on yeah. being a, a dichotomy or a trichotomy of what mm. this actually means and um, it's fascinating i don't think there's uh it's it, this is one of those topics where it's not like it, you're gonna lose your salvation or not over yeah. this right it's and, just like and for our
1: listeners you're probably not going to be able
0: to apply this to your business Probably not, but, it's, but I think it's a good it's conversation. Good to, yeah, because I yeah. think it's important to understand. I mean, we talk a lot about uh, disciplines in our life um, and, and, you know, being healthy, taking care of our bodies, yep. right? But there's uh, and those applications can flow into um,
1: uh, our spirit and then ultimately how it affects our soul yeah right so we'll dive into that. Today. Yeah, you said something earlier when we were just kind of rapping about this and it was so simple and it's so obvious, but you said there's an ongoing ongoing war being waged for your soul between mm-hmm. your spirit and your body or your flesh yep. right yep. and it's like, man, yeah so it's like the souls in the middle and ultimately yeah, I, I've made the reference before like if you consider y- your spirit and your flesh dogs. Like, whichever one you feed more is going to devour mm-hmm. the other, Yeah. right? But to really get that that third um, part into this, uh, the soul, and say, okay, that's the fight. We talk about going and winning souls to Christ, right? right? Right. But the enemy is trying to destroy you and your soul and have your soul go to the dark side. Yeah,
0: that's good. So let's, let's break it down from the beginning of... Sure. Uh, how God, you know, on day six created man and mm. how, the fact that we're so unique compared to other animals out there. No, we did not evolve from apes or anything like that. God created us and and then He, Ruha, yeah, right? R U A H, yeah, Is that it? Ruha, he, yeah. he breathed life into us, His spirit into us. Uh, and that's really what separates us from
1: French bulldogs. <laughs> I'll just say that because my wife thinks we're basically the same thing. So, okay, so you're saying the French bulldog doesn't have a spirit, but does it have a soul? Mm, This is a, 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 I
0: don't want to say a debate, Mm -hmm. but do dogs go to heaven? We didn't even talk about this. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Disney thinks so. There's a part one and part two. Right bulldogs go to heaven there's references of animals in heaven and so that's the only thing that i'm i'm allowing my wife to believe that uh, our french bulldogs will be in heaven
1: so you're i know ashley's i'm gonna bite my tongue right there absolutely yes your french bulldogs will get there (laughs) those cute sons of guns right they might not be
0: our french bulldogs but they will be
1: a french bulldog
0: up there how about that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> With a glorified body, so you won't know if it's yes. if it's Archie and Reggie oh, and Pepper. It's yeah. certainly, yeah. Those dogs need glorified bodies,
1: that's for sure. <laughs> right. Imagine God was like, I actually made a mistake on you. I'm going to give you the body <laughs> of uh, uh, Great Dane. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I don't know how our dogs would handle that. But anyways, right. uh, we breathe, or, or God breathed life into us, uh, said we're dirt people, right? I know Josh Latimer says that a lot. It's kind of funny. But the reality is, is from the dust of the earth, that's what he formed our our flesh, yeah. the body. That's what it's formed out of. And uh, that's what the body goes back to.
1: Yeah. 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 From dust to dust, right? However long it takes. However yep. long God allows.
0: Right. Yeah. Yep. And And so what's... Eternal, then would be our soul, mm-hmm. right? And there's references. We don't. I'm, we won't go too deep into this, but uh, the the Hebrew word that's mentioned was like 700 and some times. Yeah, in the <laughs> n- Old Testament, nefesh. Yeah. Yep, is that what it is? Yep, not the flesh, but nefesh. Yeah, you didn't. That's the only reason I remember
1: that with, with the uh, the emphasis. Yeah. ruh. because. I don't have enough phlegm in my throat to talk Hebrew.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How would you actually pronounce it?
1: I don't don't know, know, because usually it ends in like an ach. Right. But it's Nefesh. (laughs) Nefesh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now people are trying. Right. (laughs) Right. Especially any Jewish people that are offended at our. (laughs) Don't be offended. Uh, uh, But
0: so there's, there's our body, there's our soul. And if we really just break it down into these three—body, soul, spirit—and mm-hmm. I love just thinking about the soul being in the middle, because as you mentioned, what we feed our soul, it will either gonna—it's either gonna be inclined to the flesh, yep. right? Call it the world at that mm-hmm. point, or it's gonna be inclined to the spirit that, which would be God right. at that point, right? And that—that's what we were referring to um, earlier on when it's just like there's a battle, there's a battle right. going on between. The world and the flesh and then ultimately
1: god yeah right what's remarkable to me is that it may not be a sin of, of what you're doing or what you're um what you're watching what what you're what you're eating like what you're taking into your vessel it may not be a sin but it could be damaging to the soul nonetheless mm. yeah right so we have to be careful and mindful of everything you know <clears throat> obviously drugs alcohol cigarettes that type of thing they're bad physically for your body okay so yeah (laughs) absolutely um but what it actually what they do for your soul it's like okay that it's almost given permission to the enemy to to come in and and use that as a just as a as a door a gateway into your soul for for darkness and evil and perhaps evil spirits. Yeah. You know, we talked about, um, pharmakeia, Mm -hmm. the Greek word for witchcraft. That's what we get pharmaceutical from today. Right. Which isn't that
0: fascinating. Yeah. I mean, how much happens in the world that we just like gloss over and just think like, ah, just normal. It's acceptable. And then it's like, wait a minute. Right. We talked about like, for those in the medical field that you know, the, um, the symbol in, in like every hospital has this. It's like, these snakes wrapped around, yeah. and it's just gnarly. I, I was sitting behind an, an ambulance a, f- a few months ago, and all of a sudden I, like, was, like, I'm not admiring, but, like, actually noticed, took mm. notice of what this symbol actually was, and it's like, dude, that's yeah. it's gnarly. like,
1: who, who okayed that?
0: Right, <laughs> Yeah like freaking witchcraft, but back to just drugs and what the the impact that it has on our body. Whether whether it's pharmaceutical, mm-hmm. right, drugs, pharmacia, or you know these illicit drugs, there's still there's an impact that's happening on our body,
1: mm-hmm. right? And uh, it just it's just fascinating to really think about that. Yeah, on our body, on our mind, on our soul, on mm-hmm. our spirit. Yes, it impacts yeah. everything. It drives me nuts when people say that they take drugs to so get closer to God. Right. Right, like, like, like tripping be, on little yeah, uh, mushrooms, yeah. or mm-hmm. or even smoking weed and stuff like that. Yeah, It's like that. It's ain't like, God, bro. No, there's that spiritual. Right, right, right. It, you are opening a gigantic door for the enemy and all those minions to come yeah. into your vessel. Even on that
0: topic too, it's just this dawned on me. You know, probably like six, seven years ago, when I just I saw a sign. I grew up in a bar, right, mm-hmm. in in alcohol. The other word for it is He was born in a bar. I wasn't born in a bar, (laughs) but I grew up in a bar. Um, But they're they're called spirits, right? It's like what you're just like guzzling spirits. Right. It's like right in front
1: of our face too, and everybody's (laughs) like, "Oh,
0: we don't even like contemplate it." It's just like just a normal thing, and all of a sudden, it's like, "Whoa!" Right in front of our face this Mm -hmm. whole time. Yeah. 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 It's fascinating. It is. Yeah. It is. And really, to I mean. So, again, we're talking about body, soul, and spirit. And I think what sparked this in me was just reading in Hebrews, um, which we talked
1: about, what, in chapter 4. Yep, verse 12. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Mm. So... It's clear, based on that scripture alone, that the soul and spirit are connected, but separate. They're they're two different things. Yes. Like your joints and marrow. Right. It's like one
0: helps to facilitate the other, Mm -hmm. right? But they can be separated. Yep. Yeah. Which then I think that's just what's interesting in the fact that, you know, our soul is eternal. Now, where you spend eternity is up to you. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's just the... That's just interesting to think about, right? Mm-hmm. Again, just back to what are you feeding your flesh or
1: your, your spirit here? Yeah, soul. And we get into this a little bit. So, soul, we're talking mind, mm-hmm. your emotions, your will. It's psychological, it's your self consciousness, and it relates to others. Whereas spirit, it's your intuition, it's your conscience, it's your communion, it's spiritual, it's God consciousness, it's. Re- it relates to God mm. whereas your body is physiological, it's world consciousness and relates to environment mm. yes
0: but they are all intertwined to a, to an
1: extent. Yeah and think about just uh, whenever we get into these conversations usually on the podcast, I'm at a loss for words because I'm like, my gosh God created us so perfectly mm-hmm. so perfectly mm-hmm. like what more could he add to that mix? Yeah. And we don't know what we don't know, of course, but what else could he add? Right. That's yeah. remarkable. It's, yeah, it's great. And, and the fact that he breathed his spirit into us and, it, you know, because of the fall, we still have spirit, but that the spirit that that's within us, we still need to profess our faith in Jesus Christ and be born again and have the spirit of God take up residency within us yep. to ultimately punch our ticket to heaven
0: yeah and why in romans it tells us to continually be transformed right by the renewing of your mind Mm -hmm. Uh, because again back to that that war that's being waged for your soul uh, a lot of it it starts in our minds Mm -hmm. right i mean that's just that's just the one thing that the enemy can attack and come at and will continue to come at is is doubt and and getting you to Really, again, just doubt this right here, the oh. Word of God. Oh, yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. if we actually, even last week we just talked about, like, they had the promise. They they knew what what they were going to go do, yet they had doubt because they yeah. started to see things of this world. They saw the, right. the Nephilim, and it's just like, oh, my gosh, these guys are crazy big. There's no way. And it's yeah. like, wait a minute, didn't you remember
1: yeah. what God said? Yeah. Uh, in Galatians chapter 5, uh, it, popular passage here, but in verse 16 it says, I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh or the body. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. So your soul's Eternal destiny will be determined by this right here, as your spirit and your flesh are warring against one another. Where's your soul going to go? Which one's going to win out? If your spirit one's out, it's heaven. If your flesh one's out, it's unfortunately going to be hell. But think about it. Now, the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred. That sorcery there, I believe, is the pharmakia yeah, word. Yep. Hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I told you beforehand, just as I told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And then I could actually have Ezie come in here to read these next couple verses. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. He, Lucy makes sure he says that part All as right. well. I witnessed that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's such, what's scary, and not to me personally, but for a lot of people who call themselves Christians, but but seem to walk or fulfill the lust of the flesh is It says that those who practice such things, mm-hmm. all those works of the flesh that I just mentioned, they're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. And it's like, okay, if you're a Christian, spirit-filled, born again, but you're practicing these things, how long do you have to practice these things before we realize, wait a second, you weren't saved to begin with, or perhaps right. you were, and you're, you're not now. And that's a debate we've talked about plenty of times on the shows. Like, can you lose your salvation or not? Mm-hmm. Uh, I lean on the side. At, at least, what I tell my kids is, absolutely, you could lose your salvation. You better get it right. Right. But yeah, I, I, do, I do too, wholeheartedly. Yeah, I, I think there's too many scriptures. Even what we talked about last week, where Hebrews four warns us not to fall into unbelief and disobedience and not enter the promised rest that God it ha- has pre prepared for us. Yeah. And the the letter's written to believers. So it's like, okay. Right. Yeah, it's a it's a warning. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the whole book of Hebrews, if you don't believe somebody could read lose your religion, like let's have a conversation about the entire book of Hebrews and apostasy and, and mm-hmm. all that because I don't I don't know how you could explain that away. Right. And I, I'm I'm the type of person with The non-essential thing, I guess it's not even a non-essential thing, right? Uh, Whether a soul goes to heaven or hell. Right. Uh, But if I believe you can lose your salvation and you believe that you can't, I'm open to conversation. I mean, there may be a hole in my argument. There may be a hole in yours. But I'm open for people to point out the holes in my argument because I I just want to know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: and ultimately, I, I don't know if... A lot of things that Christians debate. I I know we're not going to come to a conclusion or a resolution. Like, some things are going to remain a mystery, and I'm okay with that. Right. We could still be brothers and sisters and spread. When we we get to heaven, we're all going to be like, oh, oh that's what he meant, right? spreading those post-tribbers. I'm going (laughs) to, oh, man, my first couple weeks in heaven, I'm going to be laughing in their faces. (laughs) I'm kidding, all Uh, you post-tribbers. That's funny. That's funny.
0: Oh man! One I- that that scripture not to cut you off, but yeah. that scripture there that you read um, the that will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. When I so when I had given my life to Christ at, at sixteen, I was in a relationship in high school, and we were doing what we wanted, right? And girl, and yeah, <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> 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 if we get in trouble sometimes when we hang out and just like laugh people, like just kinda hang out. Right. Yeah. Before
0: we start recording.
1: Yeah, yes. Sometimes we get in trouble.
0: Um but when I read that, I remember this so clearly. We were I was in a hotel room and I had my Bible and her and I were staying in a. Ho- I don't remember what it was for. Um I bet I know what and, it was for. You know what we were we were traveling for something. Oh. It wasn't like we got a hotel room because i like was literally reading my bible before bed and like an old couple <laughs> I, seriously of I like 16 um but i read that and then I, I remember like coming to her and just saying i we can't do this anymore and really she was, she was like are you serious and it was just like the most awkward situation but it was like I was like, I
1: I can't. Like literally I can't. <laughs> wow. So that's great. Yeah. Now and was it f- just simply because you read it and in your mind you knew you should be doing it or did you feel convicted by the spirit? I felt
0: convicted for sure. Yeah.
1: Because I mean you don't
0: know what you don't know for brand new believers. I didn't have like I had no discipleship. I mean, mm-hmm. I literally had this experience and had like six weeks of just awesome epicness as I was in, in Minnesota and then I'm back in South Dakota back in my old environment just thrown into it and the only thing that i had was the bible Mm. and i didn't get plugged into any church there and it was just like i'm reading this and then it's like well i guess it says i shouldn't do that and as i've just started to think about it it's like
1: snap this is gonna
0: affect a lot of things and that's where if, if you're new in your faith like you gotta make hard decisions and you have to cut ultimately we obviously broke up um and i had you know hardly any friends at that point in time just because i no longer did those things that i Mm -hmm. once did and people didn't get it so be get used to that people just aren't gonna get it if you don't if you're if you if you're coming from flesh from death to life Mm -hmm. people are gonna call you names they're gonna talk behind your back Mm -hmm. and it's no big deal yeah right and there's i mean your your testimony that's what it is is to be a witness for the rest of them. Yeah. And, you know, I hope
1: I hope my testimony will impact those from my high school and as well, you know. Yeah, probably my favorite thing about the Holy Spirit isn't that he's the comforter, isn't that he equips us, strengthens us, gives us peace, gives us boldness, but it's that he convicts us. Mm-hmm. Because one, <clears throat> if you're convicted, praise the Lord. It means the Spirit of God lives in you yep, first yep. and foremost. I used to love when I was running the youth ministry at a prior church, when the kids would come up to me struggling with an issue, usually a lustful thing at, at that age, right. and at, like within me, it was like, oh, praise God! Like this person really knows the Lord, and they're they're actually convicted by the holy spirit on this thing we're going to get through this Yep. as opposed to those who have no conviction that's a dangerous place to be Mm -hmm. no conviction
0: yeah and but those that have no conviction are probably not abiding in him right Right. meaning they had experience maybe they raised their hand Mm -hmm. maybe they said a prayer they could be going
1: to church every week still exactly i would say the
0: majority of them are right they're going through the motions but they're not truly they haven't repented they haven't actually truly um, submitted yeah. right it's like you know even a, a time and place in my life where I, I didn't understand this it's just like okay Jesus is savior but this idea of lordship was completely foreign to me even though I did have conviction it's like okay well I can't do those things and then and then that was where you know it did feel like religion shame on you mm-hmm. versus relationship shame off you, you yeah know? and yep. so yeah but that's dude that's what we're gonna ultimately get into here on next week's episode mm-hmm. which i'm freaking jacked to dive into which is yeah. sanctification
1: yeah you got to change for that one
0: i'm going to <laughs> just
1: so you guys think that i we didn't record these <clears throat> on the same day right and people we'll... probably know our schedule by now yeah we live in two different states right we can't yeah, yes we have to chaotic and yeah, and then we've mentioned plenty of times when we do like three or four in a row by the fourth one. It's like, so whoa. Get ready. Right? That next one's going to one. be good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one of my favorite uh, scriptures to read, especially in the morning, just in my quiet time with the Lord. It's funny. I never get sick of this. I can read this every morning. It's Psalm 63. It says, Oh, God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Thus, I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. So... Mm -hmm. I read this a million times, and then it wasn't until prepping for this. I was like, wait a second. My favorite psalm mentioned soul a few times. Right. And he says, my soul thirsts for you. And I think back when I was a drug addict, my soul was thirsting for God. I just had no idea that it was God that would be able to satisfy and quench my my thirst. I had no idea because I had never tasted him before. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. And ultimately, I mean, anybody who, who gets a taste of the Lord, encounters the Lord, it's like, wait a second, that's something I've never felt before. I've never tasted before. I've never seen before. That's different. And when you have true encounters of the Lord, this is why, man, I, when people go to church, I pray that churches in this country worldwide, Christian churches, that that their, their members... Or whether members or not, they're attendees, that they encounter God, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah. it, it drives me nuts when, it, it churches they come in and it's a it's a routine. All right, we're going gonna open up with three worship songs and we're gonna you know take the offering and we're gonna do the message, the benediction, song on the way out. Right, and it's like, wait a second. All right, I, not that God can't show up in in, in any service. Right, but. Man, it, that's my heart to to just allow people to encounter God. And there's a lot of great churches where, I mean, that happens mm-hmm. week in and week out. And that's why worship is so important. Right. And, uh, you know, we shouldn't rely on worship or or come to hear a great worship team because honestly they're just ushering in the presence of god so god can hear our voice god can know our heart if we're worshiping him they're just kind of helping to give us a nudge Mm -hmm. to do the worship in from our own heart and soul
0: yeah yeah that's good if when when you have an understanding of what worship really is Mm -hmm. it is us coming to him like us bringing our offering to him and most of the time it, it is music yeah but that doesn't always have to be right Right. like we we talk a fair amount about work is worship Mm -hmm. because i'm i'm doing it for him Mm -hmm. unto him and it is a sacrifice that like and it's a an an aroma pleasing to him Mm -hmm. that that he just he loves and desires and wants and when we i I think it's great that you know churches will open with worship because it is it is creating space for him but as you mentioned when it is We have these 17 minutes, and then we're Mm -hmm. cutting to this and to this and to this. And I get structure and order, and we, we serve a God of that. But we also serve a God that just wants to move amongst his
1: people. Yeah, I believe it was Tozer that said, Worship in its truest form is any act that closes the gap between the heart and the object in which the heart adores. Mm, That's good. Can you say that again? So worship in its truest form is any act that closes the gap between the heart and the object in which the heart adores. So, yeah, it doesn't have to come just through singing and praising and worshiping as we know it with our words. It could be, I mean, just simple obedience is worship. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It really is.
0: Um, I had another thought, and I don't remember what it was now. Hmm. So... Where do you want to take it from here? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to, oh, this is good. And now I, I don't remember what it was, man.
1: Yeah. Well, just back to this again the soul, um, the, the enemy's after your soul. Mm-hmm. The enemy, his job, his agenda, and he's had plenty of time to figure out how to do it in everyone's life is to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and he'll come at you f- with everything he has. Yeah, you know, and it's it, obviously the easiest thing is is w- through the body that will impact the soul mm. and um, and prevent the
1: spirit from you know work truly working in your life. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes with that verse, it always struck me. It's like because some people say it backwards, they say that kill, steal, and destroy. It's actually yep. steal, kill, and destroy. And I wonder if that's kind of like intentional like that's literally his agenda Mm -hmm. to steal first to to steal our souls yeah right like that comes first before even killing us Mm. interesting you know he he wants to steal our souls and have us live these abundant fruitful materialistic lives here on earth thinking that we're heaven bound when really he's like just in there Right. right little do they know they're gonna be in hell for all of eternity with me
0: yeah Look, I always say "steel keel and destroy."
1: Yeah, most people do. <laughs> steel keel and destroy.
0: Uh, it's hard to say when you're like in the moment,
1: right? He comes to steel keel and destroy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better uh, get that right in case that's part of your message I know. when you're preaching on Sunday morning, April seventh at yes. Summit Church in Elkins, West Virginia. And uh, yeah, you guys are gonna have to look that up. I had to. <laughs> if you're going to fly in for it, uh, you're going to need a rental car. Yes, <laughs> Plan
0: ahead. Uh It'll be a planes, trains, and automobiles experience. Yeah, it'll be good. Excited yeah. for that. Church
1: of Kevin Jones, um, a, a member of, of the coaching group with King's council mm-hmm. and great dude. Uh, become a great friend and brother of ours and we're going to be doing a king's council event out there on the 5th and 6th uh details to come on that
0: yeah yeah that'll be a friday evening um we'd love to just have a little bit of time together for a couple Mm -hmm. hours in the evening to to really set the stage for what we're going to dive into uh, mindsets to be man I, i would say shifted but uh, veils to be lifted, mm-hmm. we're going to come up with a little tune for this, yeah. mindsets to be, be shifted, that veils to be lifted, uh, and we are going to just set the stage for Holy Spirit just to truly lead us in that time. And so if there's any way any of you guys can get to that, I, I just know it's going to be an, an incredible weekend, mm-hmm. um, and really looking forward to that, just spending time with our brothers and sisters in Christ. and. and uh, just casting in vision for what he has for
1: yeah. us. and yep. that's just the, the only one that's booked right now. We're in mm-hmm. talks with many churches, many pastors for events. So um, as soon as we, we actually move from pencil to pen into yes. our calendars, yes, we will um, let the audience know. And yep. we, we love to do live events. We love to have people come. I mean, talk about the Spirit of God. Spirit of God shows up every time we do a live event. mm mm-hmm. And the way we do it is, like Riley said, the first night, it's kind of like a meet and greet. We get to know one another. And then we start day two, which is an all-day thing, from 9 a.m. till about 4 p.m. We start that with prayer. We invite everybody to come an hour early for prayer and some worship. And it just sets the tone for the day. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be a fantastic time. Kingscouncilevents.com.
0: we'll be updating that as well, which we'll have more details on that. Yeah. Come back with this next week, guys, because I really want to dive too. So we've set the stage here with body, soul, and spirit. And a lot of us even just question oftentimes, uh, what is God's will for my life? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've questioned this numerous times throughout my life, um, but it's pretty simple. We, mm-hmm. we complicate the heck out of this thing, thinking that there's this one specific thing I'm supposed to do. Like I'm, I I'm supposed to build this business, or I'm supposed to go to this place, and like yeah. that's God's will for my life, and we we're complicating it, mm-hmm. right? God's will for us, and multiple times that I've now seen this in in scripture, and it's so funny when I, not that long ago, I I like I've been thinking about this, and then I, I see this in a couple different places, and I'm like snapping the screen capturing on my phone, I'm sending it to Ash, and she's like. Yeah, I did like a whole paper and teaching on this, Riley. I'm like, yeah, no, man. If it's good, it's good. (laughs) But it is, as we mentioned, it's sanctification, which is sometimes it's like, well, what does that actually mean? It means to be to be set apart, to to pursue holiness, to pursue righteousness. And we're going to dive into that here on next week's episode. So it's going to be good in about
1: five minutes. Yes,
0: on next week's episode. (laughs) So So, come on back with us, guys. We'll see you next week.